Welcome to the Key3 Media Show, sharing with you marketing and business tips based on decades of practical experience. No fluff or theory. And here's your host, Louise Aust. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Key3 Media Show. Uh, I'm your host, Louise, and today I'm joined by the big cheese, the grand fromage himself, <laughs> Andy Rao. Hello. Oh, it's nice to be nice to be involved in one or two podcasts. Oh, you guys, on. you guys have been doing a cracking job without me. I think oh. it's better off if I if I if I stay away. To be honest, well, really pleased that we go because you've been sort of well, you, you've missed a couple, but not too many. But we thought today we'd focus on Andy for a little bit. But uh, you know, I thought sorry. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's nice to just sit on, sit down, one to one, mano we mano, talk through things, and a lot of people, I think as well as we, we give out marketing tips, but I think a lot of people will be interested to know about running your own business and why you started the business as well, because I know you're sort of very interested in that topic and I'm interested mm. as well. And one thing that Andy does is to encourage everyone to always read and learn. And that's definitely a subject that I find really fascinating, even if I don't ever plan on setting up my own business. Um, so for anyone who is interested or has been running their own business, but kind of, you know, is interested to see Andy's perspective on things, just thought it'd be quite nice to, to have a chat. Um, so I guess the first question is, how and why did you start, uh, decide to start Q3 Media? Well, I suppose I've always been in marketing, trained in nothing, my dad used to say. So when, when I graduated, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, which is terrible. I've got so much admiration for people who go to university because you know they want to be a doctor or they want to be a physio and that's what they're planning for I literally wanted to put off working as long as possible which is terrible but I did a degree in English and psychology and I just started applying to media companies so I started off at ITV and within within days I knew this was a job for me working in marketing just thought it was fascinating how advertising how marketing messages could influence people into if it was a, a product or service that's going to help them into into buying stuff. And there's so many people who say, oh, marketing's a load of rubbish. But just you can't get away from the fact that if you buy something, at some point, somewhere down the line, an advert has had an influence on why you know why you bought that Volvo or why you bought that iPhone. And to dig deeper into that, I just found it really interesting. So when mm -hmm. Emma and I wanted to get away from working for other people, because as 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 great as that was, I suppose <laughs> a little bit controlling <laughs> and really hard to work for other people if you want that control. And to be honest, there are a few things my last boss was doing that I didn't really agree with. So we jumped ship and we bought a online advertising franchise called The Best Of, yep. The Best Of Shoesby, which is still our baby now, 12 years later. Mm -hmm. But we were advertising local businesses, but we had people start saying to us, oh, could you do a bit of print or do you know how to do website design and do you know social media is on the horizon do you think it's going to make a difference in how marketing changes like, <laughs> no, wow wow not at all. <laughs> wow um i remember i remember this this girl called rupee sagu she was on my team at itv and i said well, what search engine do you use she goes oh, i use a single google i'm like bloody hell what what, <laughs> what, what, stupid, what name? stupid name that's never going to catch on so there we go totally wrong about that so i sort of started up key three on the back of the best of it's like well Surely there are people I, I've met over the years now, both down back down in London and back uh, up here in Shrewsbury, who can we can work with? We start building up a team because you certainly can't do everything yourself, and that's something I learned the hard way as a business owner. If you try and offer everything yourself, you will just burn out quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And and I'm it's an interesting time for us because I'm wanting to make that transition from marketer 
to business owner, which comes with its own exciting challenges. Yeah. But I suppose it starts at key three, yeah, to, to get away to work for myself, to be responsible for mm. for our own future, and and to start building a team. And I look back now and see like Louise joined the team, and Tara and Kim, and obviously Emma, Emma, my wife, still on board, mm. and to have ultimately that family business, but but a team, a team ethos. Yeah. I just, I just thought it's just really exciting thing too because it's certainly hard being a business, really difficult at times, and tax man and <laughs> health and safety and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Yeah, long, long list. <coughs> well, before before all that came into the equation, what was what what would you say your mission was at the outset of creating the company? Uh, I suppose really, I've grown up in a medical family, so dad was dad was a doctor. Uh, grew up in India, came over here to finish his medical training, and back then, you know, all his. Uh, all his mates, they all, they all were, all were doctors, apart from one who didn't study as hard and he became a pharmacist. Uh, nothing against pharmacists, uh, but <laughs> so I've grown up in a family that always helped people. But seeing the hours that Dad worked as a GP, and this was back before the days of shop doc. You know, he'd be in the surgery till six, and they'd be out on a call at eight, out at a call at ten, out at a call at two in the morning, and then be back in the surgery at eight. And goodness me, to be honest, and to be honest, ultimately it took its toll on him. So I never wanted to go into that. But I still think I always wanted to help people. And when I sort of fell into ITV, when you're helping big businesses, you don't necessarily get to see the outcome. But yeah. at the local level, you know, we get to, we sit yeah. down with business owners, don't we? And to, to actually help them feedback. see it. Yeah, we've spoken about it before, I think, about what we enjoy about marketing. And one of the things that comes up a lot is being able to see that palpable difference you've made in the person's you know life or in their business. Um, so that it can be really, really satisfying. It's like some of the best we've had is where we've started work with a sole trader who's running around like Emma and I were back in the day, doing everything themselves, heading towards burnout, but they don't really want the responsibility of taking on a team because maybe the money's not there either. But to help them with the marketing, to get more inquiries coming in, but importantly to get the right sort of inquiries coming in and to see the difference that makes. And then a few years later, they're there, they've got a team behind them, maybe they're almost like one guy I know. He's pretty much semi-retired. And it's because of the back of not just the work that we did, but just he got his marketing right. Mm. And to physically see that, to mm. help a happy business owner, that's what I love marketing yeah. in, in the SME and world. That, that being able to see it as well ties in with the, another thing, which is one of our taglines is sort of about us. We do fluff free marketing. You see it in the intro of this podcast as well. It's all over our sort of our website and everywhere. So where did you sort of come up with that? <coughs> Why do you think it's so important? Well, I think years and years ago, probably just God, God, sounds sounds like right, old father. So, sounds like Uncle Albert talking. Oh, during ago. during the war, like oh, when I was at ITV, uh, some, somebody said to me, well, actually, his his name his name's uh, his name's Steve, very nice guy, and he he certainly didn't work at ITV. In fact, he he worked as a he's not a doctor now, he's a consultant doing research, and he does research into cancer. So, about one of the worthiest jobs you had. Uh, and and he was doing all this great stuff, and so I said, "How does advertising thing come along, Andy?" I says, "Oh, it's hard work, very interesting." He goes, "Well, it's all bollocks, really, isn't it?" <laughs> and it sort of it sort of hit me that a lot of people think that's what advertising is. And to be honest, there is so much fluff in marketing and advertising, a lot of smoke and mirrors where yeah. things are they they look pretty, they look great. So, okay, do they actually make a difference? Yeah. Do they make people think, "Oh, I'll remember this firm," or do they make people think? Oh, I've seen this a few times. Actually, I should make an inquiry or buy something off their website. So I think there can't just be style. So key three media has to be about style and substance, yeah. not style so over substance. And we'll all we've got um we've moved into these big offices downstairs. We've got this massive blank wall through there at the moment, and we're deciding at the moment what to put on it. 
and leading the way for me anyway is to have a massive quote and it's one we always talk about and it's from Steve Jobs saying design is not just how something looks it's about how it works mm. and that is core hopefully massive. I've conveyed that to yeah. core to how key three media works yes your email has to look pretty yes your website has to look pretty but it has to work it has to engage the right well, people yeah. and make them think yeah, okay. otherwise it's a massive waste of money. And I think we're very upfront about that with clients as well. We don't want to rope people into doing something that won't work for them. We want to make sure that it gets results, basically, and earns you money. Um, but you just mentioned that we've moved into new offices, actually. Uh, I think we've talked about it in a previous podcast, but that since the team had grown, we couldn't all fit into the right. small office that we were in originally. Um, so we moved downstairs. So have you found the expansion? How have you found it? Well, the smell of my old spice isn't overpowering you anymore, <laughs> is it? Now we've got a, a lot more room. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I've always been a bit a bit cautious, I suppose. And I know some business owners, they're, they're like nine out of ten on the sort of risk-taking scale, whereas my wife and I would probably be like a four or maybe a five. So, so it, it's a challenge. It's a risk. But... We well, we talked about we talk about this a lot, don't we? About about the comfort zone. I'm very aware that, especially for me, my comfort zone is very. Things are going well. The team are looking after a lot of work. The money's coming in. Oh, excellent! So I sit back a little bit. Like no, no, I, I do like to be challenged. Mm. And and I've said this before. I think you go on to go on to YouTube and search something like Rabbi Lobster, something like that. You'll find a two minute video clip of this really old rabbi talk about how a lobster grows and it's all about stress and pressure it's a really really interesting video and so even though it's come with its own exciting challenges moving offices and growing the team it, it's it's huge reward. it's much like well it was great upstairs we were upstairs for what three years yeah. I think but you don't want well I don't want my team to work in like cubby holes where they're squashed up next to each other we like rooms. Yeah. yeah, so you know, there's two meeting rooms. We've got this nice big meeting room here that we use the training room for our social media workshops. So I think it's been great. And whether it's coincidence or not, it's probably because of all the videos and podcasts we can do here that maybe we couldn't do as well in the old room. Is that the number of inquiries we've been getting has has yeah, been has, has been on the up? And but I think again. I'm not going to sit back and think, brilliant, excellent. It's no, like, right, let's, let's do what we can. We've got to keep moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Everything we do, I think, is about looking ahead and not resting on our laurels and making sure we keep striving. I think to have, a nice, yeah, to have a nice office for clients to come to. If clients are in the area, pop in for coffee. Yeah, we've, prospects, had, we've yeah. had great feedback, even just from people coming in and saying, oh, oh it's nice in here. Free parking good, outside. You know, exactly. It is it was with little things like that. We did look at town centre offices. Really nice, but... Parking's an issue, so people come in for a meeting. Oh, do I go to multi-story? Oh, that's five pounds. Or do I go? Yeah. Whereas here, just park up right outside. Yeah, very easy and convenient. It's making sure it's it's comfortable for us, but also that it's everything clients need when they come in. I think if clients came in, it was very flashy, and there was a lot of stuff. You know that they thought, hmm, is my money going to pay for that? Yeah. So we, we're stripped back. We've got our little creature comforts. We've got our kitchenette for making tea, but that's really all we need. Really. Don't forget our range of milks now. Oh, yeah, since I've adopted veganism, oh, I won't go on it too much. Vegan. I won't go on about it too much. So this brilliant thing the other day is it was like a cartoon and someone was having it was choking in a restaurant. And so I was sort of, is there a doctor in the house? And then someone stood up, I'm a vegan. <laughs> so I'm not going to go on about it. I've only done two weeks, so no biggie thing. But I do have a choice, a choice of milks in the fridge yes. now. So if you're vegan or lactose or whatever, everyone. yeah, hemp milk, oat milk, 
soya milk. Everyone's yeah, milk yeah. preferences are changing. So, apart from being starving all the time, it's great. But, but no, so, right. so, so lots so, of yeah. things about the new so, office. Apart yeah. from our milk preferences, um, why should business owners come to Heathrow Media? Hashtag vegan. Yeah. Uh, why, uh, <laughs> There are there are lots of great marketers out there. Of course, there are going to be marketers out there that are better than us. Absolutely, there are going to be marketers out there that aren't as good as us. But I do think that we offer the best service you'll find. It's to, to once a prospect becomes a client, I find a lot of suppliers they 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 just they lose interest yeah. once you sign the doctor. Whereas for us, we always say our in fact it's on our homepage. I think our clients take priority over everything. They're more important than prospects and they will get that service accordingly, especially our social media clients. They know that if they're in a WhatsApp group that we've set up, they can contact us pretty much 24-7. Yeah, yeah. And that after, well, you know, you, you've got a phone, how many accounts you look after, yeah. Christmas Eve, At Christmas hours, Day, yeah. try talking, and find an agency that will get yeah. back to you on Christmas Day. Hmm. Yeah, and talking to clients in the evening via WhatsApp and trying to make sure stuff's sorted. If, if a problem comes up especially, you can't leave it till Monday if it happens on Friday night. You get, need to get it sorted then and there. And I think a lot of times we go above and beyond, sort of, you know, blowing our own trumpet here. But I think sometimes we do go a step further. We think, would somebody else have done that for them? And often we think, oh, probably not. Because a lot of it, it's, it's in our nature. When you go and pitch, obviously you talk about how great you are and how wonderful and how you can help people. But, okay, does that carry on once that person has become a yeah. client? Whereas we, well, we, we can provide a whole rack of testimonials as to the service we provide. Because offering... Honest advice and genuine aftercare. And, and I do mean honest to the point of bluntness. We're not yes people. If a client says, I want to do this, and it's like, if it that's not going to we'll work tell, for you, yeah, we'll tell we you. will tell you either they'll agree or disagree. Mm -hmm. We'll always be honest. But I think our service, if 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 a business owner values service as as highly as they value the quality of product, then 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 I think we're, we're, we've got as good a chance mm -hmm. as any. Yeah. But then that's us talking about ourselves. But we've got testimonials everywhere that you can go um, check them out. So thanks, Andy, for sitting down and answering some questions. Excellent. I'm sure we could come back another time and talk. Interview more. Have you interviewed you yet? We've done a talk about AdWords. Have you interviewed about your career? Have we? I don't okay. think we Okay, we right. Pen Pencil that in then, Tara. I don't know how we're doing for time because the iPhone switched off, so I can't see how we're doing. We're, we're aiming for 15 minutes. Hey! 14 Wait, minutes. Well, that being said, we're going to sign off now. We're getting the hang of this finally. <laughs> Excellent. So thanks for watching yep. or listening. Yeah, and we'll uh, see you next time. Bye.